Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Jake from the Total Screamers podcast. The Premier League's in full swing and that means it's time to throw on your club shirt and make sure you don't take a nasty tackle below the waist. Our partners at Manscaped are here so you stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below the waist grooming needs with the code SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. That's SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. Hello everybody, welcome back to Total Schemers Podcast, live for the very, very first time. Uh, we're still getting used to things, so I think we're live out on Twitter, but we need to get, Jed is just going to um, tweet us out on YouTube and Twitch and, and whatever the case is. Let me just check that we're live. <laughs> oh, we are indeed, look at that. Really, it's beat me to it. And I think I was just getting an echo because I had that tab open. Um, let's just have a look at the comments. Um there we go. We are live. Stream Elements is live, so we are good to go. Right, uh, let's just get straight into it, boys, because this is for our... This will all be going into our audio <coughs> stream, so be on um, Spotify, Apple, and all the other cases. Um, just the same as always. Uh, just But from now on, every every show will be brought to you live, bar probably interviews and, and things like that. Okay. Uh, right, so we go very first to the... Um, the League Cup final, which was absolutely bizarre. Um, Spurs were all <laughs> god awful. I didn't actually think they were going to be as bad as, as what, as what they actually turned out to be. Um, but it's not altogether surprising. Um, what were your thoughts on the match, Jake? Um, I think when you sack a manager, a, a born winner like Jose Mourinho <laughs> a week before a final <laughs> and replace him with a 29 year old, non-manager um it sort of sums up Tottenham's attitude <laughs> and I think everyone's attitude towards the Carabao Cup that isn't Man City um they've won it four in a row but uh yeah I mean I the thing I thought was just 
you know the the sacking of of Jose before a final. If anyone's going to win you a cup final, it's going to be Jose Mourinho. Um, that was my biggest takeaway, and it, and it was nice to see uh, fans back in Wembley uh, cheering them on, and it was good to hear that a genuine like roar of a crowd when a goal went in and things like that. So that that yeah. was good, um, but. Tottenham were dreadful, like you said, absolutely dreadful. Harry Kane, like, I'd, I'd do anything, I don't think. I didn't even know he was on the pitch for most of the game. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I just I just can't get behind Tottenham's thinking of sacking Jose Mourinho before a final. That, for me, is the is my biggest takeaway from that game. <laughs> it's the fact that they didn't even bring in, like, a proper interim <laughs> manager. They should have brought in, like, you know... <laughs> Anybody that's actually been a manager <laughs> before, especially, or at least not sack him, um, right, like six days or something before a cup final. And I mean, I think the reason there's a little rumour going around is the reason why Daniel Lever decided to sack Mourinho when he did is because if he was out with the top six, then the fee that Spurs would have to pay Jose Mourinho was going to be much, much less than what it would be if um, mm. he was in the top six or even the top four. Um, so I'm not quite sure. Um, the exact reasons behind it, but you know, it's just it's just so spuzzy. I mean, the poor guy, the poor guy, like that, like, like Mason is twenty nine years so. old. Pet Guardiola has won more trophies than years he's been on the planet. <laughs> wow, <laughs> um, Billy, what, Billy, what were your thoughts in the match, mate? Um, I can only echo what. Uh, you two have just said, to be honest with you, but I thought it was like just such a boring game. Mm. I, I don't enjoy watching either of these teams at the best of times. So especially when they're beating your team as well. But <laughs> but no, uh, I, yeah, I just thought that Man City just dominated, didn't they? I mean, it was what I think everyone expected to happen during the game. You know, Spurs are just so negative when they play, aren't they? But I think uh, if Laporte had been sent off, I think that would have completely changed the dynamic of the game. What it should have been thoughts? sent off. Yeah. Absolutely. It should have been sent Both of those were yellows. The first one was definitely mm. a yellow. Uh, the first one was more a yellow for me than actually the second one, but both firmly yellows in my mind, uh, which could have given Spurs a bit of an edge, but I feel like the decisions were were wrong from the Spurs camp, and, and Mason can't be blamed <clears throat> There was obviously a pre-match plan of what they were going to do. I think knowing Dombley was was maybe not the best idea. Um, he's received endless <laughs> criticism for that. Uh, I also think the um, the substitution of Lucas Mora um, was uh, not well received, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> I mean, uh, the the only what racial two shots in the entire in the entire um, sort of one like, on target, one one wasn't. Yeah, I mean, says it all, it. doesn't it? Me. The one good chance they got kind of fell to um, Hoiberg in the box. <laughs> they totally mm. whiffed it and blamed it on Regulon, <laughs> uh, which, which I loved. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that, to be honest. Um, uh, little comment from Joe Clark. Uh, I heard he got sat because he refused to take training after the ESL announcement. That came out in Sky Sports. Uh, that, that would actually later to be proven false. Um, that 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 wasn't the reason. Oh, it would be very Jose Mourinho because he knew he was, the writing was on the wall that he was going to go at some point. That I, I said this in another podcast that it would be very him to be like, oh, this is a sword I'm going to I'm going to fall on. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, look, look like I a, actually, you know, 
I actually saw today um, that there was another, like a potential couple of reasons as well. And one was if he'd have won them that trophy, apparently he had a clause in his contract that, that meant he would have got a certain amount more money and it would have been harder for Levy to get rid of him mm. if he'd have won the trophy. So they were, I think it's sort of one of them. It's like, hang on, he might pull off the big Mourinho deal here and win us this, but let's get rid of him. <laughs> I, was just thinking, I was just thinking that, to be fair, Jay. I mean, when, when he's yeah. speaking about, you know, why has he been sacked before the cup final? It's like, well, if you think about it, if he was if he, to he can't because he's just won, a, he's won them their first trophy in, you know, over a decade. You can't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't look good sacking him sacking before him. the final, but it looks worse yeah. sacking him after he's won a cup final. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that they, he's just sort of the better, it's like the lesser of two evils really in terms of getting rid of him when they did. Um, but uh, to be honest with the, with the red cards, um, uh, the yellows for Laporte, if they, if he'd have been sent off, I still, I still think City would have won that game to be honest. Oh, they were just a better team from start to finish, weren't they? Spurs were just, I don't know. weren't there for most of it. A sending off kind of changes the match. Um, I watched my team sit on losing a losing a cup final to nine men. Um, so I was just saying, I, I was at, I was at Hampton <laughs> when that happened, uh, which is devastating. <laughs> I'm still not quite over it. Um, yeah, I, I think there was more than one. There wasn't just Laporte that dodged the yellow card. There was a couple, uh, and I think it was um, it was clearly because City are known for for doing a professional foul. Fernandinho, that's literally his full job. <laughs> to, to <laughs> fill someone early when they're on the, on the breakaway. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just, Man City didn't even start a striker. They weren't even worried, you know. It was they, they, Spurs held out for about an hour or they so. One, really. They weren't even worried. They weren't even worried, you know. They didn't even look. I was thinking, oh, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. like they didn't. They didn't need one. They they were so good. They dominated possession so much, you know. Mm-hmm. They they were going to have chances and they were going to get a goal. It was just inevitable. Um, so I don't think they did a number nine on the on the pitch against that Spurs defense, to be honest. Um, and obviously it showed they got you know it took probably longer than they liked to get the breakthrough, but you know, they got it in the end. And they won the trophy. Absolutely. Four. Do you? Uh, this is to this is to all, to all of you now. Do you think Harry Kane now is looking at Tottenham and thinking this is a bust now for me? Uh, if I want to win trophies which every player does do you think he's seriously thinking you know I'm I, I'm going to have to leave leave this club because that you know the Carabao Cup's probably the best chance to win a trophy for Tottenham and you know we've just lost again and we don't even have a manager anymore he's like the same age as the manager <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was in the, I, he was in the academy with the manager yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> um, I liked how much of a point they made that Ryan Mason was 29 you know they slipped it in every time every chance yeah, by time yeah, to mention yeah. the fact oh. that he's 29 he slipped it in there did you so did you catch the match that <laughs> that came up in like the bottom left screen it was like Pep Guardiola <laughs> games managed like a million and then Ryan Mason too <laughs> it's like mate we don't know. We're all aware. <laughs> we are all aware of what's going on here. There's no need to stick a knife in. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, Billy, go on now. Give us, a, give us a shout for the next Spurs manager. Go on. Uh, Nuno. It wants... That's not who mm. I... He's just been I'll fucking hammered off. He's just been hammered no. off Burnley, mate. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's the kind of... <laughs> that's the kind of appointment I think Daniel Levy would make because, yeah. I don't know, it, it's just a, such a Spurs appointment, isn't it? Just go from defensive-minded coach to defensive-minded coach without the reputation. 
<laughs> oh, come on. It's literally just tried, that, isn't it? He's tried the back four, didn't he? No, no. I mean, they even win any games when they, when they play the back four. Uh, I think so. I mean, he's, a, he's having a difficult old time at But you reckon Nuno no, then? Yeah, it would, certainly wouldn't surprise me. Jake, shout first, next Spurs manager. Ladley King. <laughs> Ladley King, yeah, that's mine. That's my pick. Old player, respected by the dressing it. room, legend. I mean, he's cheap. He's not going to cost Spurs any money to get him in. No, literally, yeah. <laughs> like, Isn't yeah, he already like, coaching there? That's what Did I mean. He, it sort of you imagine, it makes the yeah. step for him to go up, doesn't it? Because he was the only one that remained. You know he? how he didn't... Um, mm. You know how he didn't take, he didn't train when he was a player. Can you imagine if he just adopted the same approach as a manager? And just only took him on a Saturday. Everyone go home. See you on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. See you on Saturday. You, know, you train. I'll turn up and pick the team. Yeah, yeah. I'll be late for the coach. The Led, the Ledley King, the Ledley King method. <laughs> I really couldn't call who's going shot. to be the next Spurs manager. I really couldn't call it. I mean, who do you, who do you go for? I mean, Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Big Sam, Big Sam finds himself in a job after his good work at West Brom. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be. He always goes there on football manager. I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Fair one, fair one, fair one. Well, I would say that if they were going to be ambitious, they could have went for Nagusman from RB Leipzig, but he's actually just been heavily linked with a Bayern job. Bayern are going to pay as release uh, as release fee. Um, of twenty five million um, to Leipzig, uh, which is which is I, I always thought that he was going to find himself there because he's been such a breakout coach that he's going to find himself mm. quickly at, at a club like Bayern. I always back to be Bayern as well. Um, Hansi flicks out of a job um, by his own admission, um, so maybe him. I don't know. He's got his you know proven at Bayern Munich. You know, uh, it's, it's it's one option. But we'll next go. In fact, just before we move on. Eddie Howe. Thoughts on Eddie Howe? Good shout. I think he'll get a Celtic job, personally. Oh, he's not going to Celtic, mate. You're not not moving from... No, you're not moving from a mansion in the south, mate, to fucking Glasgow. (laughs) 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 You make a good point. You make a good point. (laughs) (laughs) You're not moving. I don't see see any house, first. Yeah, taking bottles of piss for on it in Glasgow, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I do think Eddie Howe is yeah, a good Eddie, shout. He looks too um, nice for Celtic, doesn't he, Eddie? Um, I think I, yeah. I don't see him going to Spurs, though. To be fair, I don't see him going to Spurs. I just I'd like just him to get the England right. job ahead of Southgate. To be honest, you just want Southgate, mate. Southgate could win this cup, mate, and you'd still want him out. Just because it took him a while to pick Jackie well, Grealish. He was playing in the championship, mate. Oh, dear me. Right, shall we talk about some Premier League football, lads? Yeah, go on then. Why not? Why not? Why not? Quickly before we do it, Marco Silva. I think every club that's hired Marco Silva has learned a lesson. (laughs) Dude, I don't know how he blacked himself into a couple of jobs, but he did it. He looks like a football manager. That's about about how good Marco Silva is. He's the Ali Deer of Premier League management, he is. Exactly, mate. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the... Let's just get out of the way, shall we, Jake? As Liverpool fans. Liverpool drew... Um, with Newcastle at Anfield uh, and it was a dull affair to say the least there's a lot of things going wrong at Liverpool right now what what, what went wrong in this match Jake? 
Um, for me, it's just a, it's the same thing as it has been all season. Um, you can't can't score. You know, can't can't convert our chances. Salah scored the hardest chance of the game, um, and then the rest of them proceeded to miss. You know, equal chances, and and Amane was so so wasteful so wasteful um, against Newcastle. He has been all season, but all the front three have, um, so I'm not, you know, solely blaming Mane. Uh, for me, when when Klopp took off Thiago, that completely changed the game as well. Liverpool were dominating the possession, keeping the ball, keeping it going forward. And while Newcastle, you know, looked dangerous on the counter, you know, Sam Maximan on the pitch, they always are. He's a, he's a quality player. Um, but, you know, as soon as Thiago went off, Newcastle could get hold of the ball because... Thiago didn't have it. That was pretty much how it went from then. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it was just it's just the same as it has been all season for me. It just can't score, can't finish the chances, can't kill the game. Um, and I think everyone said that you know about the weekend and about the whole season in general. It's just one of those things. Um, and you know, Steve Bruce has kept himself in a job for another year. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Um, I'm very much in the same camp as you, Jake. I mean, but the thing is, if you're getting the players in front of goal and 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 getting themselves into reasonably good goal scoring positions, the only the only factor is is the the individuals missing, and it's not necessarily to do with the the tactics. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's generally do because we can't seem to finish our chances, and it it seems that the front three and even the midfield are, are, are severely lacking confidence. Um, however, you know, I, I don't know what Klopp will do to, to, to resolve this, to be honest. I think the season is just, it's just a case of get the season done. I mean, Champions League yeah. football team's further away now than it's, than it's been. I mean, I did say when in this run-in, we'd probably need to win all, all of our games, 90% of our games for the last eight sort of run-in. Uh, and that's clearly not happened. Uh, I think we're, we're going to miss out this year, and I think we'll end up in Europa, which is obviously a big disappointment back <laughs> on Thursday nights. Um, it's been a few years since we've had that. Uh, <laughs> we've enjoyed our Champions League for for, uh, for a wee while. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match, Billy? Billy! <laughs> Billy! Wake up! Billy's Wi-Fi there. We've got the four max one top uh, uh, who are also a cracking pod. Uh, Salah could win the golden boot. Is he actually having that bad a season? Uh, no, nope, he's list. not. Thank you very me. much. No, he's definitely not. Um, it's, it's definitely a, a wider Liverpool thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Samuel, you're shit. You're alive. <laughs> I am alive indeed. Um, what were your thoughts on this match, Jed? Uh, to miss me, I only saw the highlights. I had a busy weekend, um, but I thought that it was it's kind of what Jake said. You know, typical Liverpool performance this season, not taking chances. Um, like you said, Salah scored the hardest chance of the game. I thought it was a brilliant goal on the turn. Um, but you know, if you don't if you don't put the chance, then you leave yourself open to a, a late Newcastle equaliser, and that's what happened, isn't it? <laughs> I think oh, Willick again as well. That boy. There was is nothing like... wrong with Callum Wilson's goal. <laughs> no, there wasn't. There um, wasn't. And then yeah, and then Willock, and then Willock obviously popping up as well. Um, do you know what? In the highlights as well, Joe Linton actually forced a save out of Allison at one point. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Newcastle are a different team in the last few weeks, aren't they? Should have scored. Should have scored. <laughs> I think yeah. Liverpool should be happy with the point. 
<laughs> a half fought point against Newcastle at home. <laughs> Just for, I tell you what, if you asked me this a year ago, this is not what I thought I'd be saying. Um, <laughs> in the running uh, to the to the remaining fixtures of the Premier League, um, I thought that. ASM or Arsene Maximin is just so impressive. He's actually grown in. He's, yeah. he's got a lot more to his game than just pace these days. And mm-hmm. I, I put into the group chat, the Screamers chat, like having him at Newcastle is a bit like putting spinning rims in a Skoda. It just doesn't make <laughs> sense. That, that boy should be playing like on a big stage, you know. So entertaining to watch. What a, what a young player. He is class, ain't he? He's class. He's got a step over when he doesn't need to do a step over. He just does it. <laughs> and he just looks class, but he drives the team forward. Like when they go, yeah. when they attack on the cat, he is the one that the the play goes through. And there's a reason for that. It's because he's just so good on the ball and he makes things happen. Uh, I think he's way too good for uh, for Newcastle, to be honest. <laughs> They'd be mid um, table if he'd been fit all season as well. Probably. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. if, Joe, <laughs> uh, if Joe Lynn was scored, I would have given you so much shit in the chat right now. I don't blame you because that, that boy cannot, cannot this wouldn't have be happening right now if, if Joe Lynn scored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be going on. Joe Screamers Live could have waited a week. <laughs> I watched the game with Jake uh, and spent 90 minutes yelling at the telly. I'm not surprised. I did as well. <laughs> I did as well. Um, yeah, very disappointing for Liverpool. Um, Steve Bruce next his point. He's like chuffed to bits. Looks so spug after the match, you know. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, but I suppose deservedly so. Um, seen off the champions. Uh, let's go next to where should we go next, boys? Should we go to um, West Ham Chelsea? Uh, I thought man. West Ham were actually good value for money. It was never a red card. Uh, should we go straight to the, the <laughs> main talking point? <laughs> Um, oh, never, never a red card. Balbuena falls. Essentially, he's just clearing the ball. Um, and I think is it Chilwell that gets in his way? Yeah. Uh, the uh, it just, yeah, it just got it's deep, absolutely it's ridiculous. I don't know if that's a red card it's just in physics. anyone's book. <laughs> yeah, is it's, it? It's, it's just what, physics, mate. What exactly. Was come down. His foot was up. He came down. <laughs> he kicked the ball, and Chilwell's legs happened to be underneath it. It's the most ridiculous red card, honestly. Like, there's no way it was it was intentional. Um. It, oh, it's just shocking, isn't it? Shocking for West Ham as well. It's so unlucky because obviously he's a key player, and for them in the running now to be missing him is, is going to be a big mess for them. Um, Chelsea have the upper hand now, obviously in the the race for the top four. Though credit to them, still got to go and win the game. Even anything like that going on, he's got them playing so so well, Tuchel. I think West Ham were really good to push um, Chelsea as far as they did. Uh, and David Moyes is obviously building quite a, a resilient West Ham side. And I think he will want to keep a hold of Jesse Lingard, who's been, as we all know, really, really good for them. And he's getting himself a seat on the plane to the Euros, obviously. Um, over Grealish. Over Grealish. Over Grealish, yeah. <laughs> Look at Billy. He's here. Oh, oh. Billy's yeah, I saw... Uh, Don't get me started, please. I saw a tweet the other day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day and it was saying that um, Jesse Lingard's playing so well that the big six had to try and escape the Premier League to get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, to be fair. I'll give the credit to Jared Bowen myself. <laughs> yeah, Jared Bowen, is, uh, he's, he's been all right. I seen a, I, seen a, player, I think it was yeah. Sport, Sport Bible. Uh, today they were like, oh, because the Premier League Hall of Fame's come out, and um, obviously Thierry Henry and Alan Shearer <laughs> inducted. It was like, who should be inducted next? And it was like 
Gerard Lampard scores. Jesse Lingard. Patrick Vieira. And then all the way to the end, like, scroll through them all, was Jesse Lingard <laughs> in a West Ham shot. That <laughs> 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 was working there very well done. <laughs> uh, top stuff. Uh, Jake, what would you think of this side? That, um, I want to say that Thomas Tuchel's building, but the side was already there. He's just putting the bits together in a way Frank just could not get his head around <laughs> It's because he's actually a manager for starters. <laughs> you know, like you say, you know, he's took um, Frank Lampard's project, if you want to say that. But he's, he's took, yeah, mess. He's took the best parts of 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 what Frank Lampard's done. Um, you know, with the likes of of Bayern, you know, Werner. He's even got Werner looking like a half decent striker, um, which is quite surprising. Obviously, scoring the winner in this game. Um, but I just think he's made them more solid. He's made he's changed the way they play. They play more, you know, possessional style. They keep hold of the ball really well. They're hard to beat. They're tough to break down. They just look like a really good, solid, like old sort of old Chelsea team under Mourinho for me. They mm-hmm. that sort of rugged side that would just grind out one nils. Quite boring. Um, but you know, as long as it gets you results, it doesn't really matter. Um, I think that they're going to be a big contenders next season if, if he gets one or two other players in that he wants uh, I do think this Chelsea mm-hmm. side next year is going to be a, a big contender for the league because if they're already hard to beat now wait till they start firing properly um, and then and then that's that's going to really really be a, a good side we did say Ellen yeah with the the, Frank, the side that Frank was essentially allowed to build we're thinking this is nowhere near good enough no no <laughs> nowhere near good enough and then like Tuchel's just come in and just went, oh, juggle things around. Oh, look, Champions League side. Easily, <laughs> yeah. easily a exactly. Champions League side. Um, There's every he's, chance he's they could go and beat Real Madrid. 100%. Yeah. Oh, every chance. Mm. They're playing so well. They are. Yeah. They are They are playing that well. And he's, they've set up in a way that it's, it's, a, it's a back three, but it's very much, you know, it is a results-based system. You know what I mean? It's not super like heavy metal flying forward football. It's very much make yourself mm. as and like as hard to beat as you can, I think you know he's mm-hmm. not. Is he ten games unbeaten uh, in the Premier League? Is it in his yeah, first ten Premier League like games? That, yeah. I think which is like that, I think he's the first Chelsea manager to ever do it. Uh, which which just says to the, you know, to the caliber a manager that 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 he is. And I think that's probably like his the the, the amount that's been invested in the squad. Now they've got a really top top class manager. Maybe why you don't see as many Chelsea fans pro. <laughs> protesting for the Bramovich out uh, as you do maybe uh, over the other side of London uh, with, with the Arsenal fans uh, wanting Kroenke out uh, they know very much that the, the, the good times are going to come for um, Chelsea I'd imagine in the next couple of years are going to be a very hard side to beat uh, if Liverpool don't get their act together I think um, they'll be the ones pushing City next season uh, if Liverpool mm-hmm. can't be um, smart in the summer Um Shall we move on to uh, a match I very much want to talk about, which was Wolves Burnley. We touched on it a wee bit earlier. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match, Billy? Um, I couldn't quite believe what I was watching, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, fair play, fair play. I'm not even going to get on that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to... No, I can't. For, I'm, for, I'm, for I'm our audio listeners. Burnley game. For our audio <laughs> listeners, um, a comment is just coming in. I know we're talking about managers, but can we talk about Bruno Fernandes being 100% better than Jack Grealish? Please do tell us, Billy. Um, <laughs> what What are your thoughts on that statement? <laughs> it's it's just fake news, isn't it? 
Fake news. It's all you could really say about it, to be honest. <laughs> Is that all you're back? You're just, uh, you're just absolutely <laughs> yeah. religious, Jack Grealish. Nothing to back it up. Just, oh, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> Bruno's not scored an open play goal since the 7th of February when they... It was the 3-3 against Everton. And since then, he's ghosted, scored a few penalties, but done nothing else. So... Is there anything else that anyone wants to I agree to with Billy, with? personally. I agree with Billy. <laughs> Jed, Bruno, Bruno better than, Bruno better than um, Jack Grealish? Nah, he's not, is he? As much as we like to wind Billy off, he is right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think Bruno Fernandes is probably... Oh, just what I say, yeah. You can say I think he's, he's the most overrated I think he's better. player in the Premier League. Uh, no, I think he influences games. I like, I like the action. Gave, if you gave... I think if you gave Man United the choice of Jack Grealish or Bruno Fernandez, they had to pick either or. They pick Jack Grealish. I doubt I it. Think so. oh, I doubt no, it. They, they, they worship Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, they Offer do. It they do. Last season, and they're taking <laughs> no, Grealish. But they do. But the, I, I don't mean now, the fans. I mean, I mean the, like, the club themselves. I don't mean the fans. I just mean the club themselves because the fans worship him. But I reckon. <laughs> Man United as a club like Solskjaer, I reckon he'd be picking Grealish. Andy Carroll is the best friend forward, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Andy Carroll is, uh, you know. Ollie Watkins doesn't He's... exist, no? <laughs> he does. Enough of that. Shadow. We're talking about Chris Wood destroying Wolves. That's what we are talking about. Yes, can be just... Speaking of the best striker in the Premier League, he's just bagged the hat-trick at the weekend. Harry. First half hat-trick as well. First yeah. five since a very good hat-trick as well. A very good hat-trick at that. The first goal was a blinder, man. It was, actually, yeah. Yeah, it was really, really good. The this, really, really well, didn't the it? The second one is very much a Chris Wood goal. It's, it's like getting an open net or something. <laughs> like two or three yards out. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he did, he did, yeah, he did, did really, really well. Uh, Sean Dyche at the end of the match was... Um, you know, he was very Sean Dice. He said, yeah, he's done well, but why does he do that every week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a, a very Sean Dice thing to do. Um, friend of the pod, Sean Dice. Friend of the pod, Sean Dice. Uh, loves the screamers. Uh, Jed, I'll go to you. What is going wrong? At, well, we know what's going right at Burnley, clearly Chris Wood. Uh, what's going wrong at Wills, though? Because they looked a good, a good side last season. I think injuries have played their part in terms of, you know, attacking-wise. I think defensively, They've just not, they're just not performed, have they? Like, nobody really has had a good season at the back for the Wolves. I think they need to, they need somebody better than like Willie Bolly playing the centre half for them because like they just, it's not working, is it? I think they try and they try that system where they play out from the back. A lot of the time, they've got nobody really to to play the ball forward to because you know they had, the attacking options just aren't there. I know not Neto and Traore have you know done all right, but you really need that that number nine Jimenez to like spearhead the attack they just haven't got it so they end up on the back foot and they just haven't been able to cope with with teams like Burnley like, passing it around it's, it's really weird <laughs> might be a confidence thing as well um, but I don't think it helped when they chopped and changed between a back four earlier in the season and they just didn't mm. get into a rhythm and then I think since Jimenez got injured it's like well just write this season off we just want we just want the end of the season go again next year I think that's Wolves have basically been begging for the end of the season now for months since December, since yeah. the Menez injury, yeah. if they, you know what, like if if they didn't have the 
a decent start to the season, they could like really be in like serious jeopardy. Oh, yeah, if they hadn't have had a decent yeah. up until December, like they would be like in serious danger because their form has Same been as Southampton. awful. Same as Southampton, yeah, yeah, exactly, Billy. Like them two sides have been. Yeah. They're just lucky that at the start of the season they did fairly decently and um, because since december both sides have been dreadful like proper dreadful and they're they're like they're down there but you know they're not not quite in in a, in a in dire straits and i don't i think they've got the quality to see themselves out of it but uh, yeah both sides like they definitely need to buy decently in the summer and um, because if they don't you know and their foul form continues into next season they could definitely find themselves on you know, in in a in a struggle, which is what neither side wants, because both have got really good sides, both have got really good managers, and they you know should should be doing better than they are. Yeah, the big setback yeah. for Wolves, isn't it? Because they've been doing so well in the last few years. Yeah. So like to have a season like this really is a nightmare because it just sort of kills the momentum that they built up. But you know that's football, ain't it? It is, but I think they'll take um, just living in the Premier League. The fact that they'll be able to be safely play yeah. Premier League football next season, and then they can reset. And Nuno can go again. And I think, you know, um, he is a decent manager in, in terms of, like, you know, bringing a club up for the championship and remaining in charge of them for as long as he has uh, and playing in Europe he's in that time. Spurs, isn't he? Uh, but he's probably off the Spurs. I called it Billy. It wouldn't surprise um, me. <laughs> and the thing yeah. is, I think because he's done that, he does have a lot of credit in the bank, doesn't he? Nuno? He does have a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's really worried about his job. Um, I think everybody is aware nah, that he's no going to be the man at the helm next season and they probably will get a yeah. transfer window to deepen where he needs to. Um, I think they maybe need to look maybe at another striker uh, and, the, and maybe another setup back as well. And I could maybe see Ruben Neves getting a move as well because he has been, despite Will's bad form, uh, very, very good as he is. And he, he does look, because <laughs> he looks like a 30-year-old central midfielder and plays with that <laughs> confidence, uh, you don't realise that he's still quite, <laughs> he's still quite a young player. Yeah, he's only like 23 or something, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Um, yeah, big future. A comment just coming in there, a topic I want to touch about. Did you see that um, the Spotify founder or owner uh, or CEO wants to buy Arsenal? That's right, and he's um, solicited the help of um, Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, and Patrick, Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is, I think, yeah. a good political move for, for him to get... Um, get the Arsenal fans on side and really, really put pressure on um, Stan Kroenke because the, when he's done that uh, and positioned himself in a, um, I'll just move that comment back up, um, with, oh, it's not just Kroenke out and it's not just a new owner, it'll be a new owner that's soliciting the help of Terry, Terry Henry, mm. Des Bergkamp and Patrick Vier, all who have came out publicly and backed um, this move for... Um, the, the Spotify, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but uh, he is the CEO of Spotify. Um, he has uh, another comment there. Isn't he also an Arsenal fan? He cl- yeah, he, so, is yeah. An Ars- he is an Arsenal fan, but obviously that, he could just be claiming to do that because, you know, <laughs> 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 he, he's done a lot of it. He's done a, a lot of very smart moves to put um, pressure on Kroenke to, to sell. Mm. Uh, and apparently a, r- a dirty little rumours come out that he was already planning to sell after they joined the ESL because obviously that, with that income of two hundred um, million a year, obviously mm-hmm. makes um, uh, Arsenal a much more appealing product or company mm-hmm. to buy. Um, but I don't think the Arsenal fans are going to suffer Cronky much longer. Um, 
I don't think <laughs> when fans do come back, I don't think he's going to want to be anywhere near that stadium because uh, he's going to get some amount of abuse. Um, but in terms of, uh, could it be good for Arsenal? Probably. I mean, they've, they've made a lot of poor decisions over the past few years, um, Arsenal have, um, especially the transfer business. Uh, and, you know, I think with new ownership, they probably bring in a new manager. It just so happens that Thierry Henry happens to be a first-team coach, and maybe that's why <laughs> he's very much in favour of this move. Um, yeah, but in terms of, of how, could it be good for Arsenal? I don't think it would be any worse than, than what they've got. I don't know what your thoughts are, boys. I mean, that's just... some coaching team, isn't it? Vieira, Bergkamp and, uh, and Henri. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you couldn't pick three better players um, like to try and get to back you as an Arsenal <laughs> buyer. I mean, the the three like modern day legends of the club, aren't they? You know, if, if like you pick three people to turn around and say, "I need your help to buy this club," you're gonna you're gonna pick Henri, Vieira, and Bergkamp, <laughs> and people are gonna <laughs> listen to exactly what you've got to say. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I think obviously for Arsenal fans in in. In the Arsenal mind, uh, they obviously they they've been Stan Kroenke out for a long time, so I think to be honest, they'd be very very happy uh, with with getting rid of him. So uh, obviously, a lot of Tottenham fans will be cancelling their Spotify accounts as well because they don't want to fund the Arsenal transfer window. I'd imagine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so we're quite addressing the statistics on that. <laughs> 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 um, uh, can I ask you a question, Jake? What where do you stand on FSG out or in? Um so for for me I I, saw, I sat with my dad at the weekend with this one and we were chatting about it and, and I said we both sort of said um while FSG have not portrayed themselves brilliantly in the last couple of weeks, uh and have a couple of times done it in the past as well, you know, raising ticket prices and, and things like that. They have always backed down um, and sort of given Klopp what he wanted. Um, for me, it's a case of what do, what who do Liverpool get as an owner after that if they get rid of FSG? You know, is it going to be someone with a dodgy human rights record? Um, things like that where it's a bit ethical and you're sort of sitting there questioning and, and personally... If, for me, if it's you know a choice of going out and buying Mbappe for five hundred million, but our owner's a bit of a dodgy geezer, I wouldn't really. I don't think that morally would sit well with a lot of people. Um, so for me, I think FSG just need to keep their mouths shut, give Klopp a checkbook, and say, "Go and do what you want to do. We're just going to stay here in America. We're just going to win as a trophy uh, again." And make and keep everyone happy, and I think that is what what FSG will do in the summer. Um, for me, I think that'd be the right decision. Um, yeah, personally. I think uh, I mean you were both F- FSG out immediately, and we've kind of both cooled off in it. Mm. Um, <laughs> I think you know that little cool off period. I mean, I, I still see a lot of FSG, FSG out on Twitter, and it's on, a lot of sixteen-year-olds yeah. on on football Twitter, though. That that's but the just thing a lot is, of... when you take into account just who could own Liverpool Football Club, and you consider those human rights issues, and a lot of the the, the fuel behind it is give us our club back. Uh, give us our club back and I think well it's still going to be a billionaire owner and it will still exactly. be there's still, there's still, there needs to be an owner the money needs to come from somewhere to, to, to fund the, the running a Liverpool football club and also withdraw the profits it's, it's clearly a profitable business <laughs> um, but in terms of like what FSG have done yeah some questionable really really bad decisions uh, the ESL probably king of all those bad decisions but you know they're not 
<laughs> they're, they're not really um, get any sort of human rights issues, uh, <laughs> history or anything like that. And you know, a, an owner could come in, absolutely could come in and just do a Mike Ashley and just withdraw the funds, or could do a exactly. Glazers and just and just just keep dragging out the money and maybe putting a little bit in, but a lot is just you know, but making making mm. the dollar. Um, so in terms of F, F, FSG out and in, um, um, I'm. I'm Either way, I would. Put, I think some in some cases better, but the devil, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have to. I do have to say, boys, I don't feel too sorry for you. I was going to say. <laughs> I was yeah, about yeah, I mean, to say. We uh, couldn't have a lot of good times over the last couple of years. <laughs> like, he doesn't even have a stadium to go been, to. I mean, you've, you've only won the. Trip. We've been in Champions League, the Premier League, and you know, biggest, one of the richest clubs in the world, and you know, yeah. the last, the last under uh, under our owners have been very, very different to that. So, <laughs> yeah, that was I was actually I about. I was going to raise that point. I was going to raise that point, Jed. You know, it, you know, he could be down the Jed route where he don't even have a stadium to go to. Um, <laughs> but, right, we'll back, we'll back, we'll back there, you know what I need? I need like a. I need a stream deck where I could just press a button and via violin music would just play in the background when I talk about it. <laughs> uh, what other Premier League football uh, should we talk about? Should we go to Aston Villa West Brom? Bloody West Brom. We were just about yeah. to have a talk see us meeting. Me and Paul were sat there waiting for Billy to come in. About to slag him because West Brom had beaten Aston Villa. And then... Um, not I think it was Matty Phillips Davis's or Keon Bryan or something messed it up and I was just oh, bitterly disappointed. Absolutely bitterly disappointed, <laughs> Billy. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match? Um, if I'm being honest with you, I thought we were fairly poor overall. Um, I thought it was very clumsy from Ajayi for Villa's pen. Um, I thought that I'm taking my claret and blue sunglasses off and I'm <laughs> still going to say that it was a soft pen for West Brom. Um, it was literally just the graze of the boot. But yeah, the, then their second goal was just so unfortunate, a slip. It can happen to anyone, you know, It's you can't really do much about it. But yeah, overall, we had, I think, 20, 24 shots, something like that. And we just could not get the ball in the back of the net. But eventually, I was absolutely over the moon to see Keenan Davis get his first Premier League goal. You're his biggest fan, aren't you, Billy? I think I am, yeah. I've been (laughs) wanting him to come on and get a decent run in the side for a while now. And it's so good to see him finally get his goal. Can he be the first first choice striker at Villa, Billy? Uh, No. There's no no chance he's getting in over Ollie Watkins, but... The thing is now, like we're never going to get Europe. We physically can't get re- relegated mathematically either. So what I'd just like to see us experiment with things, you know, maybe mm. give a couple of the kids a go in the first team, get Davis starting alongside Ollie Watkins, just kind of give things a go because when you've got someone like Grealish out, you're never going to be able to make a like-for-like swap. Like, Grealish is just so good. I've spoken about him so many times. Have you? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know? (laughs) 
think, I think what Billy's trying to say is that uh, Villa are a one-man team and they need a plan B. <laughs> Pretty much, I think, yeah. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his face. Uh, this is the uh, this gift again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, you do need a plan B. You do need a plan B. And... I'd just like to see us experiment with things ready for next season. So if next season we need a plan B or something's not going our way, we need to be able to change something up, you know, which we haven't really been able to do with this season. So, yeah, that's what I'd like us to do for the rest of the season. But, yeah, Um, at the end, there's although it's not the best result, I think there's certainly plenty of positives to take away from it. Yeah, certainly we're just sort of, like you said, pretty much meaningless with, with Europe, pretty much mm. off the cards, and along with relegation, we're off the cards, and that is, a, well, a, a, like you said, trying stuff now, now is the time to do it. Uh, we're, the, we're the ability to buy um, to, to be stronger for next season. Um, midfield, uh, we need better wingers, and I'd like to see us probably get a, another striker as well to be honest with you I think our midfield recently has been so so weak like John McGinn's just not been at the races for a while now Douglas Louise seems I mean I love Douglas Louise I think think he's a great player but he's just been really weak and I mean we just need to be a formidable force we need someone in there to just kind of be that rock that uh, Fernandinho has been at Man City that that kind of player, Calvin Phillips at Leeds as well. We just need someone to be able to just sit in front of the defence and also to be able to spray passes about as well. Billy, I, I've seen a, a few bits on Twitter. I don't know how serious it is, but I've seen a, a few people saying Dean Smith out because <laughs> of some bad yeah. results. What, what, is, is there any inkling of that uh, at, at Villa, <laughs> do you think, in any way? Or is it just... Football Twitter getting a bit chirpsy again. Um, I think it's football Twitter getting a bit chirpsy, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I like Dean Smith, Villa fan as well. Yeah. Loves the club. Um, I think the one thing that annoys me with him is he makes substitutions way too late. Mm. Like if something's not going normally, you're not going our way. Sorry. Normally you'll see someone make a substitution just after half time or at half time or on 60 minutes or something whereas Dean Smith will wait until 80 minutes and it does annoy you and it as I I just said it doesn't seem like we've got a plan B for anything which I think a lot of that has to do with the squad as well you know we don't have that big of a squad and it's something that we really need to focus on in the summer trying to build a side like Leicester, you know, they lose Jamie Vardy and they can bring in Ian Acho who can score goals. You need something. We need to be able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I agree. I think, I do think Villa need someone else to compliment Ollie Watkins. That's been, whenever I've watched Sammy Villa. Abraham's been heavily linked. Yeah, yeah, that was, I was just about to, to mention him. He's not playing for Chelsea and obviously he was at Villa. Um, and there's, I've seen a few people linking him again. What would you take Tammy Abraham back? I mean, as a plan B, or you know, to be honest, as a plan A, he's not a bad option, is he? Mm. I think he'd be selling um, that too. Pers- personally, not. I I don't like him, and I've been 
I've been hounded for my thoughts on Tammy. Really so, really so. You're absolutely mad. <laughs> um, I think he just misses way too many chances. I mean, you saw his miss at the weekend as well, two yards out. I mean, it wasn't easy for him, but it also wasn't hard for him to put it in the back of the net. But... Mo Salah misses a lot of chances, would you have, isn't it, brother? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got Jack Grealish. I was giving you the option to have both of them there. <laughs> Exclusive. Billy wants Billy to be in a one man team. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't want to comment. <laughs> I just see this comment. I heard those black and white ribbons be made in Scotland as we speak. Uh, can you confirm? So up the badge. Yeah, uh, so we're going to play Kamarnock in the Scottish Cup tonight. Uh, actually, right now, they would have just kicked off. Uh, and absolutely, if we're going to win a Scottish Cup. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> uh, any points, boys, before we finish up? Not from me, mate, no. Oh, good. I wanted to mention. Oh, on you go, Jed. Um, oh, you always, always stop me, Jed. As always, one. <laughs> no, I just thought that um, we mentioned. Obviously, we mentioned one of the uh, poor VAR decisions in giving the red card in the West Ham game. We never mentioned the Arsenal one um, with their offside that was stopped them from getting a penalty. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to say I didn't uh, didn't like that decision. That's really all I had to. Oh add. yeah, the offside that wasn't yeah. an offside for the pen that was too yeah, soft. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was. I think it was. A, it was a penalty. It was a penalty. I mean, it wasn't as soft as the soft. one that. Um, it was wasn't as soft, soft as. Uh, it's a penalty these days, one. though, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, we just still soft. It was against Villa. But it was definitely not offside. I'm not having it. That. That's offside. I'm not having it. That's offside. There's yeah, no way. No, we... no. no chance. Um, and What's the, happened and to the being level? The the Why can't you be level anymore? Yeah, the the, the exactly. whole level thing's gone now, isn't it? Doesn't that doesn't exist? Yeah. A benefit to the attacker doesn't exist. Uh, that's a whole show VAR, I think, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that is a whole show. It's not for like the last couple of minutes of a show because we'll just get fired up. And get really off angry. Topic. Um, <laughs> I just boys. Just for his <laughs> I just want to say a big thanks for everybody who watched. Uh, thanks very much for our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, if you want to get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped, use code SCREAMERS20 at the checkout. Uh, all our shows are going to be live now. Um, we had about 20 people in here at one point, I think, is what we maxed out, which is way more than we thought we'd be getting our very, very first show. But you can expect to see us four nights a week, uh, and we will see you there. Okay, cheerio, bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sport Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.